What is going on, guys? This is Brendan Burns, and welcome to The Brendan Burns Show. Join me as I interview, dissect, and share the stories of high performers who have created the life that they deserve on their terms. I sit down with speakers, professional athletes, and successful entrepreneurs from all over the world who have chosen to live a life of fulfillment and joy over status and money. In each episode, I share actionable strategies that you can implement in your life, plus inspiration along the way. So come join me for this episode of The Brendan Burns Show. Welcome to Are You Totally Truthful? I am so excited to do this episode. It was actually a recommended and suggested episode from a listener who reached out to share that he was digging the show and he wanted to hear about how to be more truthful in his life. And I always want to encourage you guys, my website is brendanhburns.com, but my email, if you want to reach out to me and my team monitors this inbox as well, brendan at brendanhburns.com. Send us an email. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know if you have any episodes or topics you want us to cover. I'd be happy to take a look and see what you guys are digging. So you can always hit us up there at brendan at brendanhburns.com. Well, let's get into it. So I want to start with a hypothetical scenario here. So let's say you're about to meet up with a friend and you're driving in your car and there's some traffic and the plan was to meet up at six o'clock, meet up with your friend for dinner. And it's 6.05 and there's a ton of traffic and you're probably not going to get there till closer to 6.30. And your friend, uh, they either text you or call you to ask where you are. What do you say? Do you say, I'm on my way? Do you say, I'm almost there? Do you say, um, you know, five, 10 minutes and kind of like exaggerate it down and minimize how far away you are? What do you say in a situation like that? Now, maybe you're the type of person who actually would be truthful and tell them exactly what's going on. But have you ever been in the opposite situation where you're waiting for your friend and you want to know where they are and they're telling you, oh, yeah, I'll be there soon. I'll be there in five minutes. And you know, that's not true. How do you feel in a situation like that when the tables are kind of turned and you're in the opposite scenario? The reason I tell this story is because whether we're minimizing or exaggerating or someone's doing it to us, it can create friction and resistance. And these kind of micro lies can add up. And over time, harm relationships, create mistrust, uh, put friction between you and other people, and even build resentment. And so one of the things that I've learned in that small example is, am I willing to face the discomfort of you know, that one minute of disappointment? Or do I want to kind of lie to push it away so I don't have to face and deal with those uncomfortable feelings of maybe a slight disappointment initially, but then setting healthy, appropriate expectations through clear communication so that when you get there, everything is all good. One of the things that I've learned is lying is a way to, uh, you're basically prolonging pain um, and you make it worse for yourself, obviously, but there is an instant gratification element of lying because you, uh, in the moment initially, when you could come clean, you choose not to, and not you specifically, just people in general when they're doing this. And you have that kind of moment of safety and instant gratification. But what you're doing is you're just prolonging and delaying the pain and the discomfort, which is to me, I've learned to just get it out of the way up front. And then you don't have to worry about it in the end. So uh, let's let's talk about this for a sec. So uh, what is telling the truth? I want to say that 
I've learned that, you know, coming out of my shell of white lies or micro lies and even lying more substantially in my life, I've had to learn that telling the truth isn't just speaking truthfully when asked or confronted. It also means not withholding key information. So, for example, let's say you're married and you are out late and your wife uh, confronts you when you come home or the next morning and says, hey, where were you? So being truthful in that situation is speaking truthfully, right? Telling her exactly where you were, what you did, and being honest about that. Now, uh, the second thing of not withholding key information to me would be, let's say you are at the supermarket and uh, you're you're shopping and then your ex-wife or your ex-girlfriend uh, kind of comes up to you and you have a conversation with them and it wasn't expected or something kind of material or like meaningful, like I call it key information, however you want to define that. And so it's not something where you would typically be confronted about it because the other person would probably not know that it happened, but to not say something and to not be proactive and to not share what happened to me would be withholding key information, which I've learned to also consider lying and not being totally truthful. And that has helped me be in more integrity in my life. So now I want to get into the seven main reasons why people lie and what's the best way to uh, kind of deal with these things so that you can actually be more truthful in your life. So the first reason why people lie is to create excitement. So, uh, I, and by the way, I found this list from uh, Herald Mail Media Online. It's actually a really good article. And so they summarize this really well. And so the first reason why people lie is to create excitement. So you lie to keep your audience engaged and to create emotions that they can sympathize with. It happens so often we don't even notice it. And so one of the things that I've learned, and I learned a great framework from Tony Robbins, The Six Human Needs, Tony Robbins, is that when we don't have enough variety and uncertainty in our life, we start to create it in unhealthy ways. And so what I've been assessing in my own life even is how can I have more uncertainty and more variety? But what I realized was I already have so much uncertainty. I have this business, this coaching company that I'm running, and I have clients and prospects and a team and payroll and all these things. And I'm thinking to myself, I have so much variety already. Why would I want more? But if you don't meet your needs for variety and uncertainty in appropriate, healthy, life-giving ways, you, people will then start to lie and do other destructive behaviors. It's called chaos creation to kind of meet those needs. So one consideration is how can I meet my needs for uncertainty in appropriate ways so I don't need to create excitement through lying? That for me is surfing, learning how to fly airplanes, hanging out with friends, going on hikes, uh, doing different activities, getting in the ocean. So just think about what are ways that you can create excitement in your life so that you don't have to lie. But I don't think that's actually the biggest reason why people lie. Uh, the second reason that this article says is to pacify or appease others. And to me, this is one of the biggest, if not number one, reason why people lie. So the article says, many people lie to keep the peace in their life or just to make someone smile. The good intention has its place, but sometimes people need to deal with the truth, even if it breaks their heart. And this is where I think most people lie. It's, I don't want to have to face either my uncomfortable emotions or really how I'll feel as a result of someone else's uncomfortable emotions when I break the news to them of telling them the truth in a situation that they're not going to like to hear. Examples of this include being truthful to your boss or supervisor or manager in your company when you have bad news to share with them. Um, it could be sharing bad news 
with a partner or spouse around maybe a layoff or a job, uh, something with your job or your financial situation could be the original example of you're late and the person's asking how far away you are. And the reason why people lie in these situations oftentimes is they want to keep the peace. They don't want to ruffle feathers. They don't want to disrupt the patterns of calmness that are in their lives. And so instead of telling the truth, which could cause a an emotional reaction in the other person, which would be uncomfortable for the person who speaks up, tells the truth, they'll instead lie. And one of the and there's a couple of ways to deal with this in my opinion. One is how can you develop more emotional sobriety and emotional manageability so that in a situation like that you can deliver bad news or the truth and someone can feel hurt, but you don't take on those emotions. That's a lot of healing I've gotten around codependency to, okay, I can kind of witness, be truthful and and have compassion for someone else's feelings, but not take them on to a point where I get so hurt that I want to not tell the truth because I'll be in a lot of pain. The other way to do this is a lot of times people want to keep the peace because they want to have certainty in their life, which is another one of the human needs that Tony Robbins talks about. So if you can find other ways to meet your needs for certainty and stability in your own life, you'll feel more comfortable speaking up and being truthful and managing the uncertainty of that situation because you've created so much other certainty in your life, which could come through job stability, financial certainty, friendship certainty, life certainty, routine certainty, right? Whatever that looks like for you, that's another way to navigate that. Okay. The third reason why people lie, according to this great article from Herald Mail Media, is to get rewards. So while it isn't well, there isn't anything morally wrong when the toddler fibs, that changes when we grow up. As we grow up, morality is sometimes pushed to the sidelines to get a prize we may not deserve. Now, what comes to mind here, for sure, I mean, this is like people lying about what they got on a test, people lying about school, accomplishments, accolades, jobs, promotions, things of that nature. And a lot of that is driven by significance or insecurity. And so what I the, the best example I have of this is when I was in high school, um, I remember the the college rankings were a big deal. Especially, I went to a uh, I went to a public school on Long Island, New York, uh, Locust Valley High School, and it was it was a good school. And a lot of people were trying to go to Ivy League schools and top schools and universities. And I remember at the time, Duke University was one of the top ones in the nation. I think it was ranked four in the country at the time. This was before the big Duke lacrosse scandal. So it was, I think, four in the country after Harvard, Princeton, whatever. And I remember me and my family, we were on vacation in the Caribbean. And we were at this hotel, really nice hotel resort. And there was a kid there. Uh, I think his name was Josh. And he was he appeared very intelligent and, and soft-spoken and, and articulate. And he was going around and telling everyone that we were all kind of like, I think, sophomores or juniors in high school. And he was telling people that he got, I think, a 15-something on his SATs, and he he was accepted early decision to Duke University. And it was, uh, it was something where a lot of people were kind of fawning at that. He was getting a lot of rewards, a lot of positive attention, a lot of significance out of that experience. And I'm sure he felt good about getting all those things. But then at some point during this week vacation that we all had, 
it came out that he was lying and that he didn't get a 1500 something he got like a 12 something and he wasn't going to duke he was going to a local state school or whatever it was and and there's nothing wrong with doing any of those things the problem is that he lied about it and he wasn't being authentic to who he was and so think about all the mistrust and the friendships that were broken and the aftermath of that so in this category of wanting to get rewards what can you do instead to feel good about yourself to build your self-esteem to uh, accept yourself as you are and to get crystal clear on your own inherent intrinsic value that we all have as people not needing to be attached to these accomplishments all right number reason number four out of seven of why people lie to avoid punishment Lying is pretty much expected when we will be punished. Denying your guilt is the path we take until we are proven guilty. This does not get anyone anywhere. People know the truth and you know the truth and eventually you will get caught in your lies. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of what I was talking about earlier. Lying is a way to uh, have the instant gratification now and then delay the punishment later. And oftentimes the punishment when you delay it gets much worse and you have to Hold that on your conscience every day. Even if you're not being punished, there's that possibility that you'll get caught and you carry that stress and that fear and that anxiety with you. Great example of someone who is very truthful was my grandfather on my dad's side. He was a lawyer and at some point a politician, and he had a lot of integrity in his career, and he was very honest. And I remember actually he he re- reported to um the attorney general at the time, uh, Edwin Meese, and apparently Edwin Meese was corrupt or allegedly, you know, engaging in some kinds of scandals. And my grandfather, uh, I think, helped bring light to it, and then ultimately resigned from his uh, pretty big political position in order to be honest around that. And I remember, and then as a result, my grandfather resigned, and he lost his job, and his political career was over. And so he would have gotten a lot more rewards and promotions and kind of worldly gains had he, I guess, partnered up with Mies and covered things up. But he brought attention to it. And he always said to me, Brendan, the reason why I don't lie is because I want to live my life without having to keep my head turned around over my shoulder, like worrying about, you know, people in his space, like big lawyers or businessmen and politicians, a lot of them would engage in, for example, not uh, paying all their taxes. And so spend your whole life having a little bit more money, but always wondering and concerned and scared that you might get caught by the IRS, not worth it, or whatever the lie is. So he taught me that lesson of just be honest in in your dealings on the front end, and you'll never have to worry about getting caught. Because even if you don't get caught, you still have to carry that worry with you for your whole life. All right, reason number five, why people lie, to get attention. People feel ignored or rejected and need everyone's attention to recharge. In our world of social media, this type of lying comes all too easy. I would say that even the way people sometimes portray themselves on social media can be lying, right? Like you take someone who's recently married or engaged or had a baby, and what are they posting on their social media? Just the all the highlight reels and the good times and, the and you know, I've never seen a couple post on Instagram a video of them fighting or sharing some of their struggles. And I'm sure that exists. I know there's people out there doing it. I just, I don't see that. And so kind of going back to reason number three, 
why people lie it's you know to get rewards right to get attention to get rewards to get significance to boost your ego to meet your needs for self-esteem through lying as opposed to meeting your needs for self-esteem in healthier ways for example helping someone or being of service or seeing and knowing your inherent worth and value without needing to lie so question to ask yourself is how could you get uh, develop and build positive self-esteem without needing to lie to get attention. And there are ways, some ways to do this are to work out, go for a walk, do something good for your career, do something fun, build a hobby, connect with a friend. It's a lot of options to do it that way. All right. Reason number six, why people lie. To get sympathy. Lying makes crafting a sob story or a traumatic tale easy. Having others fuss over you make uh, does make you feel important, but it is a manipulative form of attention. In extreme cases, this can turn into other syndromes um, of even harming yourself or pretending to be hurt as a way to get sympathy and attention. The, to me, things like this can be feeling so empty and worthless and not getting attention or sympathy from people that you start to say you're sick. You know, I've seen this a lot with people, people who do not have, feel loved or have a lot of loving people in their life will, will be sick all the time. Uh, people who create fights in their relationship when they feel unloved by their partner, they start bringing, making fights happen that aren't real because they want to feel some kind of uh, empathy or sympathy from their partner. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, just kind of wanting to get that sympathy um, by exaggerating bad things that have happened to them. And I've done this myself a hundred percent. I remember, yeah, I've, I've talked to mentors and coaches and friends and it kind of exact, I mean, I did have a bad upbringing. Don't get me wrong, but I would try to make it seem worse or like, you know, even more extreme as a way to kind of get more uh, sympathy or, or feelings of love from people. So I've, I've done that too. So just like out for, you know, are you lying or exaggerating things as a way to try to get sympathy from other people? All right. Uh, step, uh, these are not steps. These are reasons. Reason number seven, why people lie to test trust. These people lie to see how loyal you are to them. They do it to see if you'll be there when they actually need you or to see what side you're on. Now, I don't know about this one. If this is a real big reason why people lie. And I would say if it is, you shouldn't do it this way. This is not a good way to test trust. Obviously, uh, you shouldn't lie in general, and you certainly shouldn't lie as a way to try to test trust in someone else because you're in that same process, breaking trust with that other person. What does come to mind for me, the best example I can give is there was a guy in my fraternity who had an amazing girlfriend. She was sweet. She was just great. Everyone liked her. Her friends were great. She was, you know, a good student in college where we went and just a great person. And and our friend who was dating her, he was a good, really good guy too. And so we thought they were just this great couple and for sure thought they were going to go on to get married and have a family and everything. And so I think it was the semester I studied abroad. I went to Barcelona for uh, my spring semester of junior year of college, which was really, uh, really fun by the way i should do an episode just on that and anyway i get back and i, I see the guy and i'm like hey dude you know how's how are you blah, blah. and then i say how's you know the name of his, his girlfriend and, oh yeah we broke up i'm like all right well it looks like a sensitive issue so i ask a friend in the fraternity what happened and he said oh uh this guy yeah he broke up with her as a test 
to see how she would respond and like if she would like beg him back or whatever. Anyway, he breaks up with her as a test. She doesn't take it well, but she's like, okay. And then by the time he goes back to say, oh, you know, I was just testing you, whatever. She goes, you're insane. We're done. And within uh, not a long period of time, she had a new boyfriend. So do not lie to test trust. There are much better ways to see if there's trust. The best way to honestly test or even build trust is just to be truthful. So if you want more trust, don't lie. Do the opposite of that. Be honest. So that's that's that in terms of are you totally truthful? And what I would say is really kind of examine out of these seven reasons why people lie. If you were to tell a lie or stretch the truth or withhold information, what would the reason be for you? I know for me, it was mostly to pat number two, reason number two, to pacify or appease others. People lying to keep the peace in their life or just make someone smile. I'm recovering from codependency and people pleasing. And so I know that it would be easier for me emotionally to just lie or cover it up in the moment so I didn't have to face that pain. But in the end, it's always worse. And so learning how to build tools and learn how to deal with my emotions and not take on other people's emotions, to be honest in real time, has enabled me to stop pacifying or appeasing others and to be more truthful in my life. So thanks for tuning in, guys, and have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Brendan Burns Show. If you're interested in building or scaling an online coaching business just like me, visit brendanhburns.com slash book and get a free one-on-one personalized coaching session to learn how to set it up. Again, for a free one-on-one personalized coaching session so you can have a thriving online coaching business that you can run from anywhere in the world, just like me, visit brendanhburns.com slash book to set it up. Thanks again for tuning into the show and have a great day.